what is going on, fellow chatters? With everything that is going on, I decided to focus the podcast on talking to people in the entertainment business who have been greatly affected by not being able to do what they do, and I want them to share their story. Today on the show, I get a chance to chat with indie wrestler Gregory Iron as we talk about how the shutdown has affected him and what he is doing with his time. The coffee that is long for the ride today is home-brewed, and now, here's my chat with Gregory Iron. Lucky enough, I have Gregory Iron, uh, professional wrestler, keynote speaker, overall great guy on the show today. In this weird, weird world we're in right now with uh, isolation, self-distancing, you know, really just kind of keeping yourself almost locked down, um, he's come on to talk and see how things are going with him and being sorry, somebody who it, uh, has income coming in uh, usually, but now with everything stopped, th- there is not a lot of income coming in. So how are you doing today, Greg? Well, I've definitely been better, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, but I'm, I'm, I'm doing okay. Uh, just trying to stay busy and uh, proactive with uh, other ventures that um, sort of involve wrestling that I can monetize. And, um, you know, when I'm not doing that, just trying not to um, drive myself too insane over things that I can't necessarily control, kind of keep my mind at ease and play some video games and watch some Netflix and just kind of relax, try to take my mind off everything, you know? And that's probably the hardest thing for a lot of people is trying to, feel like they want to control things that they can't really control. Yeah. So, how yeah, did, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, no, no, I was, I was just going to say like, uh, it's, it's probably the worst, uh, the worst thing you could possibly do. I mean, if it, if it's out of your hands, uh, there's no reason to let it eat away at you. Things are going to happen the way they're going to happen. And the best you can do is try to stay positive uh, do what you can to help yourself and help others. But other than that, you just have to try to be, you know, optimistic about the situation. So how did it all go down? Did it was it like a, just a quick everything is canceled, or was it kind of a, a a wait and see with events sort of scheduled, but in the in sort of the near future? Yeah, so it was definitely like a wait and see type deal. So. Uh, when I started to realize that it was going to be a situation was, uh, let me see the exact date here. It was uh, March 11th. I was at Rockstar Pro Wrestling in Dayton, Ohio, and I did a show there. They run every Wednesday. Great place to work, uh, especially for guys that need experience. Running every Wednesday um, is something good for guys to gain experience with. And I've been helping wrestling there and and booking a little bit of the show so i always have a good time there and i finished up the show and as fans were filing out uh one of one of the wrestlers walked up to me and said oh man they just canceled the whole nba season over this virus and i was like uh that seems pretty serious and uh the next day in philadelphia i was in i was at gcw and there was growing concern throughout throughout the day about not that show particularly but show shutting down in the very very near future and more importantly the collective which was going to go on in tampa because the promoter brett lauderdale obviously had a lot 
invested in Tampa as well as many other prominent wrestling promoters. You know, a lot of promotions build their whole uh, existence really around that WrestleMania week now where they're, they're going to make the most money that they make at any point in the year and they're going to get the most exposure that they're going to get. And so, you know, a lot of their business models, uh, I don't want to say center around that, but you know, it's a big source of income for these places every year. And, uh, at that point on that Thursday, March 12th, uh, as far as GCW was concerned, things were still going to happen. Um, not necessarily for Tampa, but they had a set of shows happening the next week in Cleveland and two in Detroit. And so those were definitely going to go forward. And, uh, but there was a growing concern about Tampa because really what these independent promotions were going to do really lied upon what WWE was going to do. And at that point, WWE hadn't made any finalized plans. I believe it was at that point that um, they were having a meet at, meeting in Tampa, Vince and Tampa, about canceling the show. And by the end of the night, it was decided that you know the show was going to go on and they were going to give Vince another week to decide whether he was going to cancel or not. And um, Let's see, that Friday, luckily I didn't have anything. Saturday, I, Saturday, uh, March 14th, I wrestled in uh, Illinois for a place called Elite Pro Wrestling. And there was growing concern uh, that day, especially with me, because I, I, I realized the seriousness of nature as that show was happening. And I was getting cancellations from promoters on my phone. And I was like, oh, God, this is horrible. And uh even that morning, my campus situation, even though it wasn't officially canceled, um, I was already in the process of canceling my Airbnb and uh, my flight and stuff to go there because I just I figured this is probably going to get worse before it gets better. And it was a it was a cruel realization because I've been working the last year without um, a nine to five and just wrestling, just motivational speaking in schools and, uh, knowing that schools were shutting down and knowing that potentially all my bookings were about to be lost. Uh, I was, I was getting increasingly concerned and by, I believe it was Tuesday, March 17th. That's when the plug was officially pulled on the Cleveland GCW show, which is where I live in Cleveland. And I found out that Rockstar in Dayton wasn't running that Wednesday the 18th because technically they're considered a bar and all the Detroit shows were canceled and I was holding out hope that I would be in uh, Colorado the following week which would have been um, March 26th and 27th and as the weekend drew closer I got the word that I wasn't going to Colorado and uh, I was going to wrestle for old wrestling Detroit that was canceled Alpha One in Canada was canceled Everything in Tampa was getting canceled. Uh, I've I've already got canceled as far out as um, May. Um, I, I've already lost bookings in, back in Colorado in May for a place called Lucha Libre and Laughs. Uh, Mr. Chainsaw Pro Wrestling in Michigan. Um, I was supposed to go back to Texas and Laredo at the end of April. That's not happening. I was supposed to go back to um, Seattle and Portland, middle of April. That's not happening. And not only do I love going to these places just because, you know, they're beautiful places to see. And I have a lot of fun with these places. Obviously, now I'm losing all my income. So um, fortunately for me, I've had 
the majority of my bills paid through April already, but, um, you know, it's, <laughs> it's get, getting increasingly concerning as the days go on. So I've been trying to do all I can to get some sort of revenue coming in from, from the podcast and from, um, selling old wrestling gear that I don't wear just to make sure that I have money, you know, to eat until I find, I figure out what's going on or find something for the time being, you know? And and that's the hard thing because because uh, you've been through ups and downs. You've had injuries, and injuries are definitely a lot different. Uh, where even if you have an injury, there's still you can go to a show and be the MC. You can, you know, be a manager, be something, or you can still do your motivational speaking. You can, you know, there's lots of things that you can do. But all of a sudden now, everything shut down. And you're like, where, where do I go? Yeah, yeah, um, there aren't too many options at this point. So luckily for me, you know, I started doing the podcast uh, back in September, which you actually helped me with in the beginning stages. And I greatly appreciate that. And uh, I'm getting a little bit of uh, revenue coming in from that. And um, obviously I've been selling a lot of pro wrestling tees. People have been signing up for my Patreon that I do in um, with, with the podcast. And um, uh, I've got a t-shirt pre-order up that people have been pre-ordering. So Obviously, I have to take um, a good portion of that money to actually get the pre-ordered shirt, but there'll be additional money from that once that's said and done. And um, yeah, um, it's, it's it's just a matter of just sitting and waiting and hoping and uh, seeing if uh, the climate of the world is going to change. And um, it doesn't seem like that's going to be happening anytime soon. And it's really an unprecedented time in the world. None of us have ever lived through or experienced what's happening right now. And so um, I, I think the, the, the best thing that we can do is, again, be as optimistic as possible, help each other. And right now, many places have a, you know, stay at home order for the next 14 days. And, um, and you know, unless you really need to go out, I hope people are, are obeying that order because I think we want to make this virus better before we make it worse yeah well exactly like it's it's the the do what needs to be done now and things will get better quicker if you don't it's going to take longer and do you want to take longer no i don't want to have to you know drive to the grocery store and feel weird <laughs> because I'm yeah out. right like i feel like I, i'm breaking the rules but i'm just going to go get some food for my house like it, 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 right, it is definitely right. a, a weird weird uh time to be alive yeah. Yeah. And, it's, it's pretty crazy. Yeah. And it's just, it's surreal. You wake up, you're like, is this really happening? Or like, is this kind of like a, a dream that I had? Yeah. It's, it's, it's like something out of a movie, a, a movie that I would prefer what <laughs> wasn't written in real life. I'll tell you that. Now, how are you sort of keeping yourself active, uh, day to day? Are you sort of, uh, keeping up with, uh, your fitness, uh, touching base with the, the friends you have in wrestling and sort of keeping that kind of, uh, part of your mental health going. Yeah. You know, I'm, uh, I have a little workout, a gym gimmick, uh, set up in my basement and that kind of helps a little bit, but I, I really prefer going to the actual gym. So once the gym shut down, that was like a main source of frustration for me just because you know some people have actual therapy they go to and when it comes to my mental health my workout is my 
therapy. And that's not like some sort of meathead statement. It's like literally, um, it, it keeps me sane a lot of the time, you know, is just um, being able to throw on my headphones for two, two and a half hours and just think and space out and kind of shut my mind off to um, the bad things and open my mind to um, the good things. And, and just it's it, sometimes it's hard to verbalize because I always say that I get my my most profound thoughts when I'm working out my most creative thoughts when I'm working out as far as like, um, you know, wrestling ideas and storylines and just character development. And I don't know, sometimes while I'm working out, I let, I let the bad thoughts in too from things that I've experienced because that it takes you to a place, um, just creatively. I, I, I don't know how else to word it. Like, uh, obviously wrestling, uh, creates uh, an abundance of emotions, and I like to try to channel all those emotions into something that can help people creatively. And that's what I do when I work out, and that's what I do when I'm on a car ride somewhere for a few hours. Like I turn on a podcast, I turn on some music, and I just kind of space out because as I get older, I find myself becoming increasingly crazy, and being increasingly crazy like that, uh, the only time I have to relax is to sit down and sit in a car for a few hours or go to the gym for a couple hours and not having that, I guess, peace of mind. Um, it's a little unnerving at times, but, um, I've been going out for jogs. I've been working out in the basement and, uh, again, just trying to put my brain and my thoughts in other creative endeavors like the podcast, which has really been a blessing for the most part, because I get to share so many, stories from my time on the road and i get to sit with my buddy aaron bauer who i've known for you know a decade and a half and we get to just uh shoot the shoot the breeze back and forth for 90 minutes or two hours and um that has been therapeutic for me so that's really those are really the things that i'm doing to just keep my mind at ease yeah and i think it's it's important to sort of have an outlet uh even if you just sit down and write or if you you know do you know some learn some sort of new 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 uh hobby or start something just get your mind off of what's going on and just clear your head and and sort of almost like a refresh or a reset yeah yeah absolutely i could agree more with that so what uh what are the feelings uh with the other wrestlers that you've talked to what are their kind of thoughts and sort of ideas on what's going to happen moving forward well, I think there's a, a mixture of emotions for people. I mean, uh, I, I think there is some frustration from the guys that make their income on wrestling that they don't have that income coming in. But I think there's also another side of that where I think a lot of guys um, are trying to take this opportunity just to be thankful and to relax and to rest up the aches and pains that they've gotten over the years, not having that much time off on the weekends and, uh, you know, just just taking this time to kind of rehab um, the aches and pains. And I, I do think there's a bit of concern about what's going to happen uh, to independent wrestling, what the state of it is going to be. But I, I think, um, I think a lot of guys are overthinking independent wrestling has been thriving for the last few years, thanks to social media and thanks to the creativity of a lot of the top names on the independent circuit. And most importantly, the fans have really, uh, 
made independent wrestling what it is right now. You know, the world is a much smaller place with social media and streaming services and just the outpouring of support that the fans have shown by subscribing to things like IWTV or coming out to the wrestling events or, you know, buying a t-shirt or even, you know, when, when guys have been injured and not being able to pay their own bills, um, medical bills, uh, you know, fans reaching out and donating to a GoFundMe. Um, it's, it's been heartwarming. And I, I, I know there is some fear about when and if wrestling is going to come back as strong as it was before, but I, um, Sometimes I have those days where I think like I'm concerned, but when I really, really search the deepest recesses of my mind, I think to myself that it's going to be okay because the fans are the best fans in all of sports and entertainment, that being the wrestling fans. Yeah, I, I mean, I think like with wrestling and with most sports and with a lot of stuff, things are going to change a little bit, but and there might be a reset button, but there's still going to be that energy. There's still going to be that thrive that between and that relationship between the wrestler and the fan. Like there's still going to be that, like that's not going to go away because of this. Yeah, no, absolutely. Like right now, like again, we're in unprecedented times uh, as a world. And uh, you know, hopefully when things get back to normal, we, we appreciate uh, the things that we have a little more and, and don't take those for granted as much. <laughs> I think that that is the, 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 the quote is right there is not to take things for granted anymore because I mean, Hey, I miss just going out. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I feel that. Yeah. So wrapping up, uh, what is the, the one thing that, uh, you're going to do or you want to do once everything kind of gets back to normal if 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 normal is what it is i mean i just want to get back to telling my story uh and just telling stories through the greatest form of art that i feel exists and that's professional wrestling i mean it's this physical art form that we get to parlay thoughts and feelings and emotions sometimes without even saying a word you know i often say that if you were to cut out my tongue and i could never speak again if i could still wrestle um i could still talk to you and i could still make you laugh and i could still make you cry happy sad um feel any number of emotions and there's just something special about um being able to tell a story in the physical way in which we do it and I get an artistic release from professional wrestling and I just can't wait to get back to doing that and entertaining crowds and feeling that camaraderie that I feel when I'm on a road trip or when I'm in a locker room with so many of the guys. Well, I mean, you've entertained me, you've entertained thousands. I just want to, to thank you for that. And I just can't wait to see you back in the ring again. I really appreciate that. Okay, well, you have a good day, and uh, keep your mind sane, and keep yourself productive. I'm going to do my best. Okay, thanks. Thank you. Search Gregory Iron to find him on all the socials. To find out where he will be when wrestling starts up again, look up gregory-iron.com. I would like to thank Gregory for chatting with me and thanks to you for tuning in. And you can contact me on Twitter at Jason Perry. That's at Jason P E R R I E R and use the hashtag chance to chat with. If there's someone who you want me to chat with until we chat again, I'm out.